You're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Everyone, you're listening to the World of WWE podcast. I'm Ant. I'm Dan. And I'm Carlos. And thank you for checking us out. You're listening to our Friday Night SmackDown, April 30th, 2021 recap. And it feels like April was so long ago because we're already in April, in May 4th. Yeah. May the fourth. Can we please all together say may the fourth be with you just so I can like just be fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. My uh coworkers My co-worker reminded me of it today and I was like, ah, oh, may the fourth be with you. Are we Star Wars fans? <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, but you didn't really need to see any of those to, to see her character, right? Not at all. I saw all the Star Wars. I started from the first one all the way to the end, and then I went to the Mandalorian. Yeah, there. I saw a funny story, and then we're going to go back to wrestling. I, um, when the new one came out, The Force Awakens, not the new one, but in 2014, when they, I think it was 2014, Dory and I, we saw the new movie at like one o'clock in the morning. I kid you not. And I. You are really desperate to see it, aren't you? But the thing is, like, I'm never, like, I'm not a Star Wars, like, big fan, you know? I. You're not a fan. Not at all. I was just excited because the idea of seeing Star Wars in a movie theater, you know, and I think we had just gone to New York the night before or something. Like it was just, it was just a madhouse that year. But it was, it was good that movie. Anyways, So you're not a fan. Speaking of Harry Potter, speaking of Harry Potter, my librarian when I was in eighth grade, shout out to Jean Lawrence if you're listening. Um, Jean was a huge Harry Potter fan. Like she loved, like still to this day. And I remember she had this, um, Jean, I hope you're not listening now. She had this newspaper clipping in a like frame and it was like a newspaper article of her in an interview about Harry Potter and one day a kid was messing around and it fell and broke and she was like oh no my picture (laughs) like made this whole big ordeal so she yo Gene if you're listening Dan doesn't like Harry Potter so you might want to give him some detention Yeah, nah, you know, there, it, it comes, I don't know, I kind of like Harry Potter, but I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta go, like, 
my brother's uh well i'm not gonna well yeah you know i'll tell the story because it's not a bad story she likes harry potter she went and she got the 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 last book the deathly hollows she waited in line all night to get it she literally read the book in one night <laughs> I need to go to sleep. I love how you guys aren't even touching that one. <laughs> Her wanting to read Harry Potter all night. Listen, I don't know. I hope she's not listening, but. I'm not, I wouldn't do that. I would not read a book over, like, in one night. Because she was trying to. Her sister was, her and her sister were trying to read it together. And so I guess she wanted to talk about it with her sister, but she, like, finished it in one night. So anyways, speak, speaking of finishing things in one night, cool segue. Did we see the finishing moment, the last moment of Daniel Bryan's career on Friday Night SmackDown? Well... Well, we'll have to talk about that. Um, so, what did you think of the new SmackDown opening? Did you pay any attention to that? I didn't get to watch it, no. How about you, Carlos? I, I think they did before, but it was just like, it was, uh, they, they haven't done it in a while. But I think it was the same one. Well, I noticed they had, like, new wrestlers on. Like, Bianca Belair was featured more. They oh, had. Yeah, yeah, they change it up a little bit. So, we find out that it is the first time in four months that the Universal title will be defended on a Friday Night SmackDown, which, um, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, I don't think that's terrible, but... Also, I think the first time in, like, in, like, five or six months that Roller Reigns is on SmackDown. Mm, well, there you go. So... We actually get right to the action to start us off. The WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, and her man's tag team, the Street Profits, taking on the role model, Bailey and the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Dirty Dogs, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. That's a lot to say, guys. This is actually, um, I actually was interested in this because you don't often see a lot of intergender matches. So watching it, I was like, yes, this is cool. Um, let me go, go ahead. Okay, I'll go over the quick notes and then we can talk about the match. So, um, basically Bianca first welcomes everyone to the hottest show on Fox. The Dirty Dogs come down and they say that they are the best and the Street Profits are trash. Bailey comes down, grabs the mic, and laughs. And then Bianca slaps her, and then Bailey jumps on Bianca. And it's just like a pre-match brawl between the teams. Then we find out that next week SmackDown will be a throwback edition, which we'll talk about after the match. So Bianca Belair attacks Bailey until Dolph Ziggler gets tagged in. Montez Flores hits a really cool flying sent senton outside. Dolph Ziggler super kicks Angela Dawkins and Bailey sends Bianca Belair into the ring steps. The Dirty Dogs are in control as Bailey slaps Montez forward. Angela Dawkins in control with a running bulldog and a spinning neckbreaker on Robert Roode. 
Bianca Belair does a really cool moment where she lifts up Dolph Ziggler and hits the kiss of death on Bailey. Bianca Belair then whips Robert Roode with her ponytail, which sounded terrible. And then Montez Ford hits a huge frog splash to get the win for their team. So, I'll throw it to Dan first. Dan, what were your thoughts on the match? It was a good match. It showed everybody's potential, I guess, in a way. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the best match I've ever seen. It was certainly cool to see the agenda match, but it was alright. Yeah. Five out of ten. Okay, that's good. Five out of ten. How about you, Carlos? What are your thoughts? I was also a fan of the intergender match. Um, I thought it was something I expected. Like, I'm glad that we started with that instead of, like, a man. It was a positive second gender, but, like, we got straight to action. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that Bailey's finally starting to get some, uh, like, like, I guess, like, not being treated like the way she's been treated in the last few months. Yeah, it's really weird with the women's division because it's, like, you had Charlotte Flair off of WrestleMania, and now she's in the Raw Women's title picture. You have Bailey off of the car, but now she's in the... Like, it's really strange. It's almost like they're trying to make up for what they didn't have, but it's really strange. Um, I liked the match. I thought it was cool, but to be honest with you, I I don't want to keep seeing Street Profits with Bianca Belair. I do like them, and I do think they are great together, but I really don't like it when husbands and wives or whatever are together on screen unless it's like Triple H and Stephanie because it takes away from the actual athletes. Kind of like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, you know? When they were like together, everyone kind of looked at Seth Rollins kind of like a wimp, you know? It's like the man's boyfriend, you know? So what do you guys think of that? It was interesting. I just yeah. I just think that they need to um, change it up. But it was a good match. Next, oh, and then let's talk quick about throwback edition of SmackDown. Do we have any ideas of like what they're gonna do? Do we think they're gonna change the stage? I think that they're gonna bring the fish back. I hope so. I love that. That would be cool. I I don't see why they would do that, but that would be cool. Yeah. I I feel like if it was NXT, because Triple H does a lot of the old school pay-per-view sets, and I love that. I feel like if it was an NXT, I could totally see them doing that. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited for that. Speaking of that, I have a little plug. I will be on Ring Royalty talking about the top five greatest moments of women's wrestling on SmackDown. You'll be surprised by my list, and I will put in the description when the video drops. It's not dropped just yet, but it will be, so be able to check that out soon. Back to SmackDown, Seth Rollins is backstage, and he says that Cesaro won't make it past next week. So he has a warning out there for Cicero. Uh, women tag team champions Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler are in the back and all of a sudden Natalia and Tamina attack them from behind and send them into like boxes like backstage equipment shit I don't know so what do you guys think of the attack right before the tag match 
Not really much, right? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was good. It was good. I mean, it, it certainly, uh, certainly showed that, you know, Seth is a threat, I guess, kind of in a way. It's so funny because, oh no, I was, so, it's so funny because when, um, I mentioned Natalia, everybody that I talked to about her is just kind of like, <laughs> they're like, eh, they're not really the greatest, but I've been liking this. I've been enjoying this. Well, I'm really liking this team. I'm liking the Italians. And, you know, like, it's kind of like, um, they're, they're treating, like, their father's legacy, like, like, bringing into, like, the women's version, you know? Yep. I actually saw, right. go ahead. And, uh, I'm uh, ding, ding, ding for a second. Ding, 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 ding. So, yes, we are in the middle of talking, but we need to take a quick break because just to remind you all that you will be hopefully getting your Friday Night Smackdown recaps hopefully every Tuesday. So this should be our new day where it's dropping, so prepare for that. But now that that's... Over. Back to you, Carlos. Well, I was, I was saying, um, I saw a picture on Instagram like that Natalia posted, I think. Yeah. Like, like their father's hugging, and, and then they, and then they're hugging together. Yeah. I saw a picture she posted of Yokozuna and Owen Hart as tag team champions, and I thought that was cool because obviously Tamina and Yoko are cousins. And um, Owen and is Natalia's uncle, so <clears throat> very cool. So let's get to the match then. So the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, of course, accompanied by Nia's love Reginald, taking on the team of Natalia and Tamina. Tamina attacks Nia and attempts a splash, but Nia Jax has her knees up in the air. Shayna Baszler with a running knee to Tamina in the corner. Nia Jax is out on the floor, and she accidentally runs into the ring post. Natalia puts... Who, who is this? Uh, Reginald. Yeah, that was him. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who did she put in the sharpshooter? It was Reginald. <laughs> Natalia puts Reginald in a sharpshooter, and Shayna Baszler attacks Natalia from behind. Tamina headbutts Shayna. Superfly splash, and Tamina pins one half of the women's tag team champions. What do you guys think of the match? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was alright. It wasn't great. It's just like, I, I don't know, like, the matches were good this week, but, like, there was nothing, nothing that, like, makes, that makes them stand out to me. Yeah, there was no progression, really. Yeah, like, like there's, like, don't get me wrong, there was good matches and everything, but there's nothing, like, storyline-wise mm -hmm. that really care about. Yeah. Well... One thing that they could say with this is that Tamina and Natalia did defeat the women's tag team champions. Carlos, what do you think? I thought it was a good match too. Um, I'm glad that they finally it was a tag team match, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the, yeah. It was the, I, I, I'm, 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 it's crazy because like I feel like that should have happened at WrestleMania if they should have won the titles. But I guess, I guess they're like keep feuding. I, I feel like they're eventually they're like so close to like. Well, like getting those titles, but it's just, like, you know. So, what do we think? This question is for both of you. What do you guys think of Tamia and Natalia? It looks like they're being pushed up the women's tag team division. What do you guys think of that? Do you think they deserve to be pushed? 
What do you think? Um, I mean, technically they're both, like, they're not veterans, but, you know, they've been in the company since, like, what, 2011? Like, even before that, Dan, Natalia signed in 20, 2008. Well, yeah, because she was with the Heart Foundation. Mm-hmm, and Tamina did sign in, like, 2010. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's not for being there so long, Okay. How about you, Carlos? Oh. I where have they been? Have they been on SmackDown since WrestleMania? I don't think so. No, no, since since they Oh, WWE forgot about them. Yeah, unfortunately. I saw that she's training with someone from, I think AEW or Impact. Uh, with with uh, Natalia's husband. Oh, okay. So that was a different video then, because I saw one where she was training with um a, a wrestler from another wrestling company. No. Okay, I have to check that out then. But yeah, I agree. I think that they do. I like the push. Obviously, the fans are really enjoying Tamino because, you know, when she jumped off the ropes at WrestleMania, everyone went nuts. But, I, you know, I feel like they kind of like have this moment where after WrestleMania, I don't know if you guys remember last year when they had Bailey and Tamina. And I don't know if that was necessarily right after WrestleMania. It might have been. But... It's just like they push her, and then they bring her back, and then they push her. It's really strange. But I do like her and Natalia winning. And I do see them as women's tag team champions. So next up, Ray and Dominic Mysterio are backstage. And Dominic says he feels like he's living a real-life comic book, being able to tag team with his father. What do we think? Is this getting corny, or are we enjoying this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been going on for so long. Okay, okay. How about you, Carlos? Yeah, thank you. I want, I want Dominic to turn on his father, right? I do. I want to see that, too. I want to see that. Isn't it fucked up that like we're like, turn on your father! Kill him! <laughs> you know? But, I mean, technically, this wouldn't be the first time he definitely turns on his father. I mean, or what if Ray turns on his son? Oh my god, I would all have that. That would be interesting, Carlos. That would be good. <laughs> This is for 10 years ago being a little brat. Go ahead. This is what you get for not cleaning your room. This is what you get for not believing Well, you know what I could see happening? This is a little idea I could have. Like, let's say they have a friendly competition and they fight and Dominic wins. And, um, you know, like, things are okay, whatever. And then they fight again, Dominic wins again. And then Ray's like, you know, fuck this, I'm the father. And he's just like, no, I need a win. Turns, I mean, it's kind of corny, but I don't know. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, what you said makes sense. You know, like, Dominic needs a win. I mean, when was the last time he won after, what, Seth Rollins? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, like, 
there needs to be a good storyline for why Ray would turn on his son. So there has to be something at stake there. And I they need to have like a tag team championship match, and then like either Dominic gets hit, Ray's pissed off. Here's what I could see happening. I have a good idea. What I think could happen is kind of like Carlos said. Let's say like there's like a distraction or something, and um, you know, fucking Ray blames Dominic, and then they fight, and you know, Ray takes advantage of Dominic, beats him up, and then. You know, he feels bad afterwards, and then Dominic just fucking shoves him, and then that's Dominic's heel turn. He ends up fucking up his father afterwards. So you get a little bit of Ray being an asshole, but then he's or, like... Or what if it was kind of like uh, what Owen Hart did to Bret Hart? What if, what if it was something like that? I mean, sure, I know they were brothers, but you know what I mean. I just feel like, again, like, I've, like the whole father thing, like, why would you turn on your son? Like, Vince and Shane, they fought because Shane bought out Vince's company. You know, so I'm trying to think of, like... A, a real good reason why Ray and I feel like if Dominic just fucking annihilated his father after being pushed, you can understand why Dominic is pissed because he's being held back, and you can understand why Ray is pissed because his son's attacking him. So I think that that. But anyways, we're fucked up. We're 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 talking about. Yeah, we're assholes. Yeah, don't don't, don't take what we We're we're talking about storylines that Vince McMahon would like never dream of, and it's ending up going to end up being Ray and Dominic tag team champions for the next ten years. So next up, we see another promo from Aleister Black. The first promo was about the dragon, right? And then this one is Chapter Two: Reality. Aleister Black says that. We built a foundation of lies, and Father taught him the truth, and he could give us the keys to escape, but he won't. And then he closes the book. What do we think of this whole new gimmick of him reading a book and talking about a father? That's part one, and then part two is who do we think the father is, and will we see the father? Whoever wants to take a stab, try. It's different. It's different, okay? I'm not gonna say it's the greatest gimmick, but at least it's something kind of different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we can say that. I'm not wrong. I agree. Yeah. And who so do you I think they're gonna reveal the father? That. Do you think they're gonna have like kind of like with Vince McMahon in 1999, the higher power? Do you think we will see who this father is? I. It's going to be Vince McMahon again. It's going to be Vince. Oh, my God. Yeah, Vince still. I'm still fighting for The Undertaker. I'm still the higher power. How about you, Carlos? What do you think? Um. <laughs> Carlos is tuning out because he's playing with his fucking re- wrestling action okay. figures. Carlos, can you please tell us and the listeners what match is going on in your casa right now so we can get into it? I'm doing Seamus versus Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. So we understand now. Oh, God. We're now going back to Survivor Series 2015 live from Carlos's house. Come on. I don't need to drink. 
Oh my! I used to make like boxes as the ring, like shoe boxes. I like have the wrestlers fight on it. Anyways, we're talking about Alistair Black's promo, the reality. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this woke him up. Um, what, who do you, do you, who do you think the father is that he keeps referring to? Oh, like, he's referring to, like, a wrestler or something, or? I don't know. I, I'm wondering, that's my, do you think he's referring to a wrestler, and if so, who do you think it could turn out to be? Uh, um, I, it's hard to guess. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say maybe, uh, somebody from NXT, maybe? Could be, could be. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. You never know. Next up, we have the WWE Intercontinental Championship on the line. We've seen this match at least four times now. The Intercontinental Champion Apollo Crews with Commander Aziz against former champion Big E. Big E's in control in the beginning, but Apollo Crews hits a slam to Big E on the outside. Apollo Crews slams E on the ring apron. It goes for a splash, but Big E moves. Big E hits a big ending, but Commander Aziz runs in, attacks Big E, causing a disqualification. After the match, Kevin Owens runs down, and Cruz and um, Aziz attack him, but KO and Big E get the upper hand until Sami Zayn runs down and hits a haluva kick to Kevin Owens, and then Sami gives Apollo Cruz the air title. But then Commander Aziz hits him with the Nigerian nail. A lot of stuff there, so let's start with the match. What do we think about the match? It was good. I mean, I don't get the whole thing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Why they got to continue? Like, look, I get it. They have good matches. Don't got to continue this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wants Eddie Davis to constantly champion. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, that would be cool. I'd like to see that, but I don't want to see Kevin Owens. I, I, I don't want to see that again. Like, again, I love their matches. They're great wrestlers. And the feud already. I'm going to give you guys an opinion that I don't know how many will like, but I'm not a fan of Apollo Crews, man. What? Are you... Oh, boy, man, are you okay? I, I just... I kind of have to agree with Carlos on this. You're really not liking this? No, because it's, I don't get it. Because he starts out... And he's like in his boots because I was watching him raw like from like 2015 when he first debuted. And, they, and, the, and the commentator said that like, he was like Nigerian. No, like, I know. But like, it's like, okay. It's kind of reminding me of like King Booker. You know, like... With the Nigerian accent all of a sudden. I, I just, I don't, I feel like every time I watch him, I'm like trying to really see what everyone sees in him. And I just don't. Like, I get bored. Me and Dory just turn on, like, we just look like it's boring when he's on. He does the flips, he does this, and then it's done. It's like, I don't care. And then the disqualification, you know, I feel like maybe because... I just, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I mean, he's been around, though, since 2014. That, that's the thing. It's like, he hasn't done anything for me in over seven years, and I'm just like, I don't care. I don't know. I mean, it's not just the matches. It's the promo that he cuts, too, that are freaking hilarious. 
But that's the thing. Is it supposed to be funny or are we supposed to take him seriously? That's the whole question about him. Because I don't get it. Like, it's like, is he supposed to be... Like, I know he's from Nigeria, but... And I speak like this all of a sudden. Like, I don't get it. I don't under... You know, I get that. But, like, like if he did it when he first debuted, then I'd say, okay. He never did the accent before. He doesn't even sound like that when he talks normally. So I just... I feel like it's kind of like making fun. I can see what you're saying. And then he has Commander Aziz who was Dabakato and Raw Underground. Like, I just, I feel like it's just a corny, I wouldn't mind if there was, like, a little faction behind this. Like, if they did, like, for example, yeah, I... Yeah, like, I agree with you saying, because they did just come out of nowhere. Like, they had no previous, like, showing of it or anything. Like, it just suddenly started coming out of nowhere. Like, I, I know... Is not from Nigeria, he's from Bowling. Who? Oh yeah, no, well, duh. But I mean, um, I I think like like the thing is like he really is Nigerian, but he doesn't he doesn't in his personal life even speak like that. So that's why it's like, what is he, Kofi Kingston? Like I don't understand. And then I would like if there was like a small group behind him because then you could understand like, okay, he's he's a pussy. He hides behind his group. But now it's like he just keeps getting beat, or there's a disqualification for him. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. No, you're right. It, it doesn't make sense. I I like this because at least it's at least it's getting him over again. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do feel like this is a good faction if they were to make it. Like, because I saw somewhere posted on social media, it was like. Omas, uh, Apollo Crews, somebody else, because there is someone else from Nigeria, and they said that that would, that would be interesting to see. But I just feel like right now, I kind of want to see more from Apollo Crews. But, you know, I understand a lot of people like him, and it's okay. But what do you guys think of Commander Aziz? Do you, do you like him, or do you think he just sort of brings Cruz's character down a little bit? Sure. What do we think? I think I, I think it's different, kind of. I mean, if I'm being honest a little bit, it just reminds me of Omos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess. So, I don't know. It's kind of in the middle for me. Yeah, it's, it's different. I mean, it's not different because there's a bodyguard. But just him dressed up in the gear and everything was a little different but how about you carlos what do you think i think it's a bit different for him um he has like own bodyguard you know oh he's an idiot yeah. i guess there's some kind of backstory like like why like is he really a general and then like they used to tell stories back in the day like i want to know like is this just a random guy dressed up in a security guard outfit or is this guy oh his family he was born in samoa but his family you know immigrates to nigeria and he joined the nigerian army and he was in battle with apollo and he represented apollo's like it would make sense if there was some kind of story you know but it's just like oh this is commander aziz okay (laughs) <laughs> okay. And 
last question about this uh, match. Well, two more questions. Do we feel like with the disqualification, will we see another match down the line between Cruz and E? Most likely. Yeah. I think they might make it a fatal four-way match. They could with Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn. Is that what we think is going on with that? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, we will have to see. We see Paul Heyman give a really cool promo backstage about how Daniel Bryan is the best. Yes, you know, da-da-da. And he says, will Dan- he says Dan- Daniel Bryan will not be on SmackDown. Or no, he says something along the lines, will Daniel Bryan be on SmackDown? And he goes, no, no, no. So Paul Heyman is really... Really trying to get in Daniel Bryan's head. We find out next week we will see obviously Cesaro against Seth Rollins, and now we are tie- We are in our main event, the WWE Universal. Can I, can I pop that real quick? Well, before we get started. Yeah. So first of all, Roman Reigns will theme song though. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. It reminded me of Seth's. Like it reminded me of Seth's. Like uh. Uh, theme song uh, when he was the Messiah. Well, he's still- no, but I like the part when he goes like when he when the beat drops, like when he goes. I just kind of like the beginning part of it. That's what it reminds me of. Wait, if you see Seth come back again, I I get that part. But like when the beat drops, is like when he goes hard. Like whoa. I have to listen to it again. I heard it once, and then I. But you listen to it twice. It sounds like Roman Reigns. The, the Shield theme song. Like, listen to it. It's nice back to back. It's, it just sounds like the, the Shield theme song. Okay. I'll have to listen to that again. But yes, uh, Universal Champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and a new theme song taking on Daniel Bryan. If Dan, Daniel Bryan loses tonight, he will be banished from Friday Night SmackDown. So Daniel Bryan starts off with a running drop kick. He hits some yes kicks, and he quickly tries to apply the yes lock. And then he hits a really cool running knee off the apron to Roman. Roman takes control with a clothesline, really just taking out Daniel Bryan. Daniel tries to hurricane Rana. Roman Reigns off the top rope, but Reigns blocks it. It's a powerbomb. Roman Reigns knees Daniel in the corner. Daniel catches Roman on the top rope and hits a back suplex off the top. We see a close Samoa drop by Roman. Roman goes for a Superman punch, but Daniel Bryan kicks him in the face before he can do that. That was cool. Roman Reigns then catches Daniel Bryan, who flies to the outside and hits a belly-to-belly suplex on the padding. Daniel Bryan hits a diving headbutt. Roman hits a Superman punch. A lot of action, guys, going on. Daniel hits a running knee and then stomps on Roman's face and applies the yes lock. Roman spears Daniel Bryan and applies a guillotine hold. And then Daniel applies the yes lock again. Roman punches Daniel Bryan. And then another powerbomb. He continues to punch Daniel Bryan endlessly, it seems like. And then Roman applies the guillotine. And Daniel Bryan passes out. Roman Reigns is still your universal champion. As I wrote in my parentheses, I think a commentator said it, bye-bye, Bryan. Um, before we talk about that, though, after the match, Roman Reigns goes to hit a concerto, but Cesaro hits the ring, and he hits Roman with a running uppercut outside, until, of course, Jey Uso attacks Cesaro, and he ties, Jey ties Cesaro up in, the, up in the ropes, and then Roman does hit a concerto to Daniel Bryan. So, bye-bye, Bryan. 
first, what did you think of the match? Carlos, I will go with you first. I thought the match was freaking great. Um, they both kicked their off. Um, then Brian McMahon was on a good note with a great match. The great with a great competitor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, I was just like, like, did he just get a good chair to WrestleMania? But he came back like two weeks later. Yeah. So probably he's probably gonna but Edge, but Edge, Edge is also nowhere to be found. Can't blame him. Did you hear how Seth Rollins like roasted him? He was like, oh, he's probably in North Carolina somewhere hiking, petting his dog. Yeah. I was cracking up on. Yeah. Because Seth Rollins, which is he could accomplish as much as Edge had in the in the amount of career that he's been in there. Because hasn't he been here in over 10 years? Bending Edge. Calm down. Calm down. Money, 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 money. Sorry. I came hard. I'm sorry. I think we got an Edge kid over here. Huh? <laughs> listen, yo. Listen. I hear you. No, but it will be if they do Seth Rollins and Edge, that will be a hell of a match. He's not, he's not even going to come back, man. He's done. We'll see. <laughs> wasn't the last time we saw Seth Rollins, wasn't he behind Becky Lynch in a picture? <laughs> Doesn't he use the man as a shield half the time? Okay, so, anyways, oh, back to the match, though. But what did, so, Carlos, you really enjoyed it. It was a hell of a match, right? Yeah. <laughs> Carlos is fucking pissed. <laughs> I love it. How about you? <laughs> Carlos, if you don't know, is a big Seth Rollins fan. And I am a big Edge fan. And Carlos and I have been going back and forth about this since the Royal Rumble. When what wait who who eliminated who in that match? I think Edge didn't even eliminate Seth. I think Seth was no no he did he, no it was Orton that eliminated him I believe. Yeah. No no Orton was checking out. I don't remember. I think uh, I think I feel like it was I let me go back and see I was just trying to make a dig but I don't think it was even true. <laughs> Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Who was it? Who were the final two participants in the Royal I Rumble? For Randy and Edge, because I remember Randy Orton was taken out at the beginning of the match, and then he came back. He did. Wait. Let's see. Hang on. Let me see. You're right. Hang on. Who did he? Who got rid of him? Edge. No. Edge did eliminate Seth Rollins. See, I pay attention, y'all. Mm. Just saying. Anyways, okay, Dan, go ahead. Sorry. Your turn. What do you think? Good match. I mean, I didn't like the way they had to send Daniel Bryan off like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's probably going to show up on Raw. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that was the kind of a shitty way to send out somebody who's a former, former world heavyweight champion himself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it was a good match. I, I, I would give that like a nine out of ten because that was a great match. It was a good match. It was a good match. Carlos, where do you think Daniel Bryan is going to end up now that he's been banished from SmackDown? NXT. NXT. Yeah. Do you think now that would be interesting because if he does go on NXT, he could be facing people like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Kushida. Yep. Um, Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, I mean, we've seen that, but... Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, yep. 
Now, if he goes to Raw, like Dan thinks, he's going to be fighting Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre. That would be interesting. Where is Lucha House Party? Or, or Ricochet. Ricochet. What? Oh, that would be cool. Ricochet. Ricochet. That would be really good. Or, or uh, Alberto Carrillo or Sheamus. Yeah. So, but going back or to... Go ahead, Carlos. AEW. Oh, yeah, he could. He could go. That's You never know. It seems as if the next person in line for the title is going to be Cesaro. What do we think of Cesaro versus Roman Reigns? Cesaro versus Roman Reigns, that, that would be a pretty good match. I mean, I think we've seen it though once before, didn't we? Probably. Yeah, I think it would be good. What about you, Carlos? What do you think? Yeah, I hear you. Well, I mean, I think he is going to be looking to get some kind of momentum since he was tied in the ropes. But it is interesting, though, to see that there's two storylines going on. You know, he has a storyline with Seth Rollins, and now he has a storyline with Roman Reigns. It's, what is he going to do? Seth Rollins is obviously going to get in some kind of involvement here or there. Maybe Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns versus Cesaro? Could be. Or you could see Seth Rollins and Reigns at SummerSlam. Could be, yeah, that would be interesting. Who knows? Endless possibilities. Before we go, I want to thank you all for listening. Wherever you are listening, you can find World of WWE Podcasts streaming pretty much everywhere. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. That's where we are. We are also on Instagram, world dot of WWE. Check us out. We post pictures and stuff like that. Twitter. I just created a Twitter account. I don't use it as much, but check us out on there. We are world of WWE on Twitter. Also, you can check out our YouTube channel, world of WWE podcast. If you look up world of WWE, we're still there. So just search world of WWE. We're the first, um, picture you see come join us we now have 279 subscribers as of may 4th my hope was to get 580 i think or did i say 582 i don't remember i think i said 580 so join us join us join us join us join us subscribe hit the like button hit the notification bell and new content will be created and if you hit the notification bell you get to see it all Almost done here, guys. We are also have a subscription service on Patreon. If you join us, this will help support the channel 
and allow us to create more content. With Patreon, there are different tiers, and our three tiers, our first tier is for $5, and that's the super fan tier. Our second tier is $10, and that's the rest in peace tier, and our third tier is $316. And again, this will all be put in the description. Go on Patreon, subscribe, and you get all kinds of cool stuff. You can read it when you check it out. And yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Dan and Carlos, do you have anything else to say? Have a good day, guys. Yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo for tomorrow. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. A, A, A. Okay. Well, thank you for checking us out and stay safe. And we will see you next Tuesday with our next Friday Night Smackdown recap. Stay safe. Bye.